Menlo Senior Team message is presented in this caregiver-centric podcast, providing an update on what's new and exciting across the campuses of Enlo Medical Center. Hello, everyone. I'm Jolene Francis, Vice President of Philanthropy and Communications. Welcome to the April 2023 episode of Enlo's Message. Today, we're welcoming back CEO Mike Wiltermoot to discuss news and information important to Enlo caregivers. Hey, thanks for joining me today, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great, Jolene. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I just went over and got my shingle shot because, you know, I'm in my 60s now and they say you got to get that. I got to tell you, it is so convenient to just walk across the parking lot over to our primary care clinic and be able to get care and whatever you need there. And if you work around the Enlo campus on the Esplanade, you know, the pharmacy is so convenient. It's just a great place. We have so many conveniences working here. I really want you to know how much I appreciate that. I think if the gift shop had ice cream, my life would be complete. But anyway, it's just a convenient place to work. Well, we'll have to fix the ice cream. Yeah, let's do that. Let's work on that. Get an ice cream, at least an ice cream truck from time to time would be good. Or slushies. I don't care which. Anyway, so hey, Mike, the California mask mandate in healthcare facilities ends on April 3rd. I know a lot of folks are super happy about that, but um, what would you like to share about this upcoming change? Well, I think everybody's trying to keep their excitement to a dull roar on this one, but I do think it's an opportunity for us to just look back on how we handled the mask mandate. There was so much frustration over that in the community, and I think we did a great job managing it. Uh, I think our community responded very well, and I think our infection prevention team did a super job keeping people safe during this pandemic, as well as everyone else in the organization. So we, you know, it's kind of a milestone for us now that now that the mass mandate is ending, it's maybe a good time to take stock and just remind ourselves of all the great work that was done during the pandemic and, and maybe give a little cheer for, for how we've progressed so far. Yeah, I would agree. I know there's a lot of signage that needs to be changed and we're working on a plan to get all that stuff updated. Some of our units or departments may still have mask recommendations. So it's not going to be uniform across the organization, but we are working on that. And I'm just looking forward to that day. Well, it's important to remember as you're intimating that there are a lot of people who still, they're going to want to continue to wear masks. Some of them who may have compromised immune systems or undergoing treatment that's difficult. I have a very good friend who uh, was a little upset with me that I sneezed in front of him and I didn't have a mask on. And so (laughs) it just kind of drove home the point that, you know, the the mask prevented a lot more illness than COVID. And I think a lot of people have tuned into that. Glad we're coming towards the end of that. And I'm sure we will still see masks around on the campus, off the campus, but that's okay. Whatever anybody needs to do to stay safe is just fine with us. So we celebrated our annual leadership awards recently at the all leaders meeting. And it was so nice to have everyone in person for that celebration. We hadn't been able to do that for a couple of years. And I know you always enjoy that recognition program. So can you tell our listeners what stood out to you most about the leaders that we honored and all the leaders here at Enlo? 
As many people know, we've been doing the Leadership Awards for some time, and, and we categorize our Leadership Awards the same way we do our balanced scorecards. So we have four general categories, you know, the patient experience, employee engagement, physician alignment, and financial stewardship. And, you know, over the years, it's just been more and more difficult to, you know, whittle down the nominations to just a handful. And so we've been creating subcategories. And then this year, we were really impressed with the number of what I guess we would call frontline leaders or point of care leaders, supervisors, leads that have not historically been eligible for this, this award. And so that's a major change that we want to make next year is to include more of the leadership in, in recognition. And, you know, it's just been getting tougher and tougher so, you know, to decide who deserves what kind of award, because there's so much great stuff going on in our organization and so many leaders that just step up when we need them. And so it, it was a fun event and we really appreciated it. Yeah, it really is a unique program that we have here with the Leadership Awards. It's, it's rewarding and heartwarming to see that program. But speaking of unique programs, you know, we have another one here at Enlo, and that's our flight care program. I, I was listening to Jenny Humphrey speak the other day, and I think it's really cool that Enlo is the only hospital in the state that has its own aircraft certificate with the FIA. I mean, that, that makes us really unique. And we know that our patient vo- transport volumes have increased in the last several years, and there are new things coming soon to this program. So can you expand on that for us today? Oh, yeah. So as you mentioned, we're very unique in having, I think, one of maybe the only hospital-owned and operated air ambulance service in the state and one of very few in the entire country. It's a great program. It's a little competitive out there, but our crews do a great job and save a lot of lives. It's one of the programs that many of our community just recognize right away and there, I think most of our community is very grateful that, that we have this air ambulance service. So what's been happening, and, and many of you might think it was just yesterday that we upgraded our fleet to include the EC-130 to replace by and large or the 22-year-old A-Star helicopter that we have. We kept our A-Star and have been using that as part of the fleet and because of the uh, stringent maintenance requirements here in the United States, the A-Star has to be phased out. And so we will be getting a new EC-130, hopefully by the first quarter of 2024, at which time we'll sell the A-Star. There's a good foreign market for that. So that will help offset the cost of, of our new helicopter. And I want to thank our foundation for their commitment to pay for the new ship, which is going to be a significant help during this time of cost containment throughout the organization. You know, we, flight care provides a very positive margin to our bottom line, and we understand that the foundation is going to run a short campaign to get a few donations for purchase. Yeah, our board of directors was really excited about that. We have such a loyal following of flight care donors across the region. And I mean, it really stretches through all of the counties that we serve. So it's nice that we have that money set aside that didn't have another purpose attached to it. And our board was super happy to jump in and say, yes, we'll buy that helicopter. So we do have to run a campaign and make sure we've got enough money to pay for all of it. But we're excited about that. 
You know, since we're talking about the foundation, I, I want to go ahead and mention that the Enlo Employee Scholarship application window opened on Wednesday, March 22nd. And right now we are seeking applications from all employees in all disciplines for various scholarship opportunities. Those scholarships are funded by generous donors that really just want to help us improve through ongoing education and earning advanced accreditations or maybe even just attending an educational conference. So anybody who's interested in applying for those scholarships can do that between now and May 22nd. And then the award ceremony for those scholarships will happen on June 22nd. So people shouldn't wait. Go to Inside Enlo, get the information that you need about how to apply. You do have to have some information from your supervisor. So don't wait till the last minute. But we look forward to giving away those scholarships. We have about 25 of them. They total about $27,000 a year, I think. So not a small chunk of change. We're looking forward to getting that into the hands of our caregivers. So there are lots of other exciting things going on here around Enlo. And what do you want to tell us about, Mike? What do you want our caregivers to know this month? Well, I, I just want to emphasize what a great job people are doing. You know, we've, we've come off, we're still dealing with some of the impacts of the campfire. And of course, I think that, that the pandemic was maybe a little emotionally draining for many of us in the organization. But, and, and now, of course, you know, we're talking about cost containment and making ends meet with the budget. But we've got a lot of good things going for us. People are already coming up with ideas to improve productivity and kind of help manage the budget. We feel we're in a good position to make changes kind of surgically rather than wholesale so that, you know, we can we can do the right thing, take care of our patients and preserve jobs and make sure that our employees continue to get competitive salary and benefits. Probably a lot of folks are maybe more than a little concerned when we start talking about money and budgets. Those are sometimes not pleasant things, but you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel. These circumstances that surround hospitals now are a little difficult, but we've got a lot of people in our camp. There's already legislation being considered to provide a little financial boost to the hospitals in the state of California. California Hospital Association is doing a good job. And of course, the people in our community continue to donate to our foundation. And, and you know, they, they really cut us a break when we have a difficult time. They understand the pressures that we're under. They appreciate very much the work that's being done by everyone in the organization. So if I had a message for anybody at this time, it would just, you know, let's, let's not lose the joy of the work that we do. We're taking care of people and we're doing a good job. And there is light at the end of the tunnel on all this budget stuff. You know, you're right. I think our community really does appreciate our caregivers. We At the foundation, we hear that almost every day. It very seldom does a gift to the hospital come in when there's not a story attached to it. And those are incredibly heartwarming. I wish that everybody could hear everything I hear every day. People would feel really great. And it would be a lot easier to get through those tough days if you heard those so keep sharing all that good news. We, we love to hear it. Well, thanks, Mike. That's, we appreciate that a lot. And I appreciate you coming on the podcast and for your time and your transparency, as always, behind the Enlo microphone. Everyone here does really appreciate you. And I want to thank all our listeners for spending time with us and sharing the program with your colleagues and friends. And we will talk again on May 1st when we'll welcome... 
Shannon Smith, Vice President of Human Resources and Chief Compliance Officer, to give us some history and information about Caregivers Week, and that's coming up in May. We've got a lot of fun planned for that. I know I, we've got a job for you, Mike. Are you ready for Caregivers Week? Absolutely. What am All I right. going to do? I think maybe maybe a grill master. Can, can you handle that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. We'll get you an apron then. Okay. Well, until then, this is Jolene Francis sending you all our most sincere thank you for caring for our communities.